Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite games on the PlayStation consoles. We're talking about PS1 to PS4. I don't have a PS5. Nathan does. We've got handhelds. But yeah, how are you doing, Nathan? You good? I'm doing good, mate. I'm excited to see what your list is because I actually I have no idea what some of yours could be. Uh, we changed it up a little bit from the previous ones before when nintendo we split handhelds to home consoles because you know they had a lot of handhelds so that would have been like a really long episode but <laughs> playstation don't have that many handhelds so we didn't really want to do like a 10 minute recording <laughs> like a yeah. 10 minute episode <laughs> so here you go you get a slightly longer one yeah so we took we talk about six six consoles today then uh we'll get run through them i'm ready to jump into it if you are nathan yeah, sure. Go ahead. My PS1 game. Okay. Bear in mind, this is a time where I didn't actually have that many PS1 games. I, like, I was a kid and I didn't have the pocket money to afford a lot of stuff. So Why don't you get a job, kid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I can't go to like third world countries and get a job like in a sweatshop <laughs> somewhere. But I couldn't get that. And even then, I wouldn't be able to afford PS1 games. That's beside the point, Nathan. My favorite <laughs> PS1 game out of my limited library of games is simpsons wrestling oh okay <laughs> i don't know if you've ever played it before at all i actually haven't funny enough simpsons wrestling is probably like one of my favorite simpsons games in general like like it was at a time where simpsons games were actually good Like it was in that that era of like um ps1 ps2 early 2000s games where like simpsons games were on point like i um like starting off with this as well, I don't know how many other Simpsons games there were. Um, there was the taxi one, basically road like rage, crazy taxi. Is... Yeah, road yeah. rage. That was it. At the uh, at least the time both of those were out. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have another Simpsons game until Hit and Run on PS2. Yeah, those are like, and then there's like Simpsons skateboarding as well. But I don't. Oh think that yeah, did, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but um, Simpsons wrestling was just such a great game on the ps1 i was i was debating putting Alma battle 22 on this list oh, <laughs> i was i was so close but i don't think i could uh it, it wasn't it was a favorite of mine don't get me wrong but like it, it i've talked about it too many times for us to go on about it a, a third time so i'm gonna I'm leave it there um but simpsons wrestling was like i think he only had a roster of like about god like 11 maybe 14 characters like it, it wasn't many. It's not. Let's face it. It's no Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> well, for the PS One, like four, eleven to fourteen characters, is still pretty good. For a PS One game at the time, that's a good roster. That is a, that is a good roster. And you had um, like I I think I don't know if I'll be able to name them all off the top of my head, but um, you had Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, Maggie was like part of Marge's move set from what I remember. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you had Krusty, you had Bumblebee Man, you had uh, Groundskeeper Willy, um, Flanders. Flanders was a character. I could not beat Flanders. That was one of that. Like, he was like one of those characters that revived himself. Oh, like halfway through, like after you beat him, you're like, God, that because he like used the power of God or something to heal himself. <laughs> that was like that was hard for me. That I remember that. Um, is there anyone? That, uh, there's there's gotta be more that I'm forgetting right now, but they they were there and it was like as a kid who was very much into The Simpsons, like this was like one of the perfect games to play on PS One. Like it's all three D models. It is funny. Like it's slapstick. There's items you can pick up like on the on the ring and that. Um, like Groundless Keeper really like he he gets a rake. and he hits people with rakes and that. Like, that's a kid's game. <laughs> Imagine like. I mean that makes sense though. Yeah. Oh, it was that was a good time. I remember like I'm getting nostalgic just thinking about it. I still have the game somewhere in like my room in my parents' house. <laughs> it's somewhere there. I don't know where it is. I I don't I definitely have the PS1 game somewhere, but wow. It's a nostalgia factor there. Definitely. You, you did, so you didn't uh, like have any experience with this game at all, Nathan? No, I didn't, because as a kid, uh, you know, you'd go into game and there'd be the pre-owned section 
and for PS1 games, that game was always there. It did, it wasn't specifically just game. Like any store that sold games, you'd normally see Simpsons Wrestling in the pre-owned bin for some reason. <laughs> and so, you know, the thought being as a kid that I'm like, oh, I don't have to get it this time because it's always there. So I'll get it eventually, right? Yeah. And now I'm, you know, many, many years older and I don't own that game. I've never played that game. Uh, and now I can't just walk into a store and buy it for five quid in a pre-owned bin. Because they, no one sells PS1 games anymore. Um, yeah. Of anywhere that does sell PS1 games, I'm like, I need to know where you are. Can I find you? I need to, I need to get, get You'd be lucky me if up. you can walk in there and buy them for five quid. Exactly. <laughs> like you could yeah. back in the day. Like. And if it is five quid, it's going to be a, it's not oh, going to be a good, good PS1 game. It's not it, going to be a good Probably the most unplayable thing. Scratched up to hell. Like, just, why did you even sell it? You fucking yeah. con artist. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I never, I, I always saw it in magazines and stuff, you know, like, cheat, there were always cheat codes for it. And there was always screenshots. And everyone I know who ever played it always was like, oh my God, you didn't play that game. And I'm like, I'll buy it next time I go to the bargain bin. But. <laughs> I never did. It is, it is a fun one. Like, I don't know I don't know if it holds up now, because it has been decades since I've played it. So <laughs> it could be absolutely trash for all I know, but right now, like, I remember my favourite game at the time, besides the Dragon Ball games, was definitely like Simpsons Wrestling. Top to it, man. The nostalgia factor, it was when Simpsons was at, at its peak. It was just brilliant. So good. Fair. Go on, mate. What's, uh, what's your PS1 game? Uh, my favorite PS1 game is a game called Fighting Force. It's a 3D beat-em-up, and uh, I played it all the time. I'd play it by myself. I'd play it when friends were around. It was um, probably not at least age-rated for a kid, but I still played it. Yeah, it's, it was a 3D beat-em-up, and I just really liked it. It was also kind of hard, but I guess because it was PS1, you know, so they had to make games hard for replayability it was one of those games where you could progress through levels but it didn't matter how far you got if you died you started back from the start of the game if you ran out of lives okay yeah um which is probably why i played it so much and they were actually branching paths so you had different levels and stuff um i'm to this day i'm not sure if i've actually been to all of the levels in that game yeah but like um it was cool. When you say like beat em up, is like sort of like Streets of Rage kind of beat em up, or is it like? Yeah, but it was in 3D, so it was that same sort of mechanic. You as your character and your friend as their character would walk through the stage, beat up on the bad guys. Um, but it was in 3D. Um, but because it was PS1, like it was kind of tank controls, <laughs> so yeah. moving forwards and backwards was fine. <laughs> but if you wanted to turn your character stood in place and like rotated like almost as if they was you know shimmying <laughs> on the spot like they didn't pivot but they like sort of shimmied from side to like in a small circle <laughs> so tank controls so it often meant you would get beat up on a lot sometimes mm -hmm. uh, especially when uh in the first level the enemies already have guns but you don't uh, and as soon as you get a gun, like, you have to tank control your way. There's no auto-aim or anything, so you can just easily, like, fire, like, a degree away from the left or the right of the person and miss. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm looking at screenshots of this now. It's, like, it, yeah, it's, it, you can tell it's a PS1 game. Oh, yeah, it's super early PS1. Does not hold yeah. up. It is <laughs> polygonal as fuck. But I had so much fun. I had so much fun playing it. Well, so like, is it? It's not top down, is it? It's like you're no, no. third person. Yeah, it's third person. Like, and uh, it surprisingly the camera was okay on that. At times, it you know, in like all co-op in those days, like if you went too far, then the camera zoomed out really far and you just couldn't see anything, or you could get the camera stuck in a really awkward position. But like, in terms of distance from the character. The camera position was actually pretty good considering early days. Yeah. Okay. God, it's. I don't even know what to say about this game. I'm just like <laughs> looking at it. Like, I've never, I've never even seen the box art for this game. I had to look that up. The box art is also very unimpressive. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like a black background. Of like... <laughs> it's like black background, uh, the logo, and like almost because it's so dark, silhouettes of the characters. Like, it's a really shitty logo. Was Fighting Force 2 not any good? Because that seems to be coming up quite Oh, well. God, Fighting Force 2 was uh, god-awful. Oh, <laughs> you sound like it was really good. I thought you were going to no, say it's even better than no, Fighting no, Force 1. No, 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 no. Okay, so what, <laughs> what happened was, Fighting Force 2, you only played as the main guy from the first one. And then it became almost like a, try to be like a Metal Gear Solid clone. Oh, no. So everything was that sort of like almost bird's eye view, almost top down, but it was still 3D. Um, and it was shit. I hated it. I hated it. It All it did was share the name and some of the characters, but I was like, nah. Fighting Force 1 is way better. It's way more fun. Like, it, uh, I hated Fighting Force 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there we go. That That's a that's a rundown of Fighting Force then. Like, <laughs> if you get, go find a copy of it. I feel like, you know we were saying, if there's going to be any £5 game, you're going to find anywhere in any of these stores. <laughs> fighting, Why do I feel like Fighting, fighting Force, Force is going to be one? Yeah, one you find for like five quid like <laughs> fighting force you might find for a little bit more if you could actually find it but both of these are like even even when i owned them were like quite obscure and i bought them in the bargain bin like the the second hand bin like maybe because it's obscure you might be able to like get i don't know maybe it's worth quite a bit now but who knows i don't know i still have both of them like they're in the drawer like across the room like i yeah. still have both of them <laughs> fair you want to move on to ps2 games then yeah i might as well because we've already gushed about this <laughs> it's game it's fighting force free <laughs> uh, except the second one probably was so shit there wasn't a third one uh, most likely <laughs> but this is a three though oh yeah dragon ball z budokai three <laughs> okay of course, of course it is because we've got the same game for ps2 then <laughs> i mean yeah like we've we've definitely discussed this in a previous episode. We like, have we a discussed whole episode on it. Please go and go back to that episode. I don't think we need to talk much about it then because we did all of that before. <laughs> we could, we, we'll give a quick rundown anyway, just so like we yeah. give it some love. Um, but yeah, like honestly, this game Budokai Three is the reason why I got a PS2. Like it's like I, I played Budokai One on the GameCube, Budokai Two on the GameCube, but they didn't bring Budokai Three over there. They're like, no, you're not getting that one. So I was like, okay, fine. I have I have to get Budokai 3. I have to get a whole PS2 to play this game. And I did. And it was honestly the best one in the series so far. Yeah. I say so far as if they're making more. <laughs> I wish, but they probably weren't. For, like, for me personally, Budokai 3 was the redemption of all Dragon Ball games. 100%. Like, it's honestly my favorite, like, by far. Because, uh, again, as discussed in the previous episode, uh, I played Budokai 3 first and then went back to 2 and 1. Like that's, So that's why I say it's redeemed all of the Dragon Ball games for me at that point. Because before, all I'd played was Ultimate Bout 22 and Final Bout. Like, <laughs> and then, we, again, in the previous episode, we talked about why they're trash. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah um yeah go go check out that episode for more of our reasons on why budokai 3 is the best ps2 game hands down <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever people say like gta nah fuck that budokai 3 is like what you want that like that you scrap any other ps2 game you thought was good budokai budokai, budokai 3. 3 yeah 100 <laughs> percent. cool well <laughs> that's a, that's the shortest section we've ever done on one of these episodes yeah uh, i mean i'm not surprised I'm really not surprised we both put that there. Yeah, like, I was kind of half expecting that, to be honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'll let you take the first one on PS3 games then, Nathan, because I feel okay. like... So, my favourite PS3 game, and I need to preface, I only owned a PS3 for a very short while, but it was well after the PS4 had come out. So I've only played, ex like, the biggest exclusives on it. But my favourite game is Infamous. Okay. As also previously stated in another episode, superpowers-wise, I've always wanted to either control fire or electricity. In Infamous, the main character, something happens, and Cole suddenly has electric powers. But Infamous was cool because you could, depending on what you chose, you could either have been solely a superhero, solely a supervillain, or just somewhere down the middle. Okay. And the missions in the story 
change somewhat depending on what alignment you chose. So some people you would never even meet because you weren't a good uh, hero or you weren't a villain. Like, and the first one was really good, and I chose that one just because it was like my introduction to the series. But the second one was also like a vast improvement. Like, it was very like of the time because there was a lot of like, you know, like Assassin's Creed style like parkour and stuff. You know, like, but I just thought it was a really cool game in general because of the alignment yeah it's it's one of those ones like you see with uh fable as well like is it is it that kind of idea where you're choosing like whoever's gonna be the one yeah it it literally was like that kind of like but it's also because you're like you weren't i don't remember you being the only super powered person but like for a lot of the game you kind of were so it was like you were almost like this godlike being and you could have chose your alignment Obviously, the game gets harder or easier depending on what you pick. Because obviously, when you're a supervillain, everybody wants you. You know, they they're coming after you, so the game's a bit harder because you're taking damage left, right, and center. But like, I like that choice and how the game sort of evolved depending on what you chose. It's a shame that the infamous series essentially ended on the PS4 with um, fuck, what was it, Second Son or something? Yeah, that's what I heard about Second Son. I remember like people going on about it, but like that was a good game too. But um, I I really liked the original Infamous, like the two on PS3. Okay, well, so like how so there's only been three in the series, is it? Yeah, um, Second Son had like a a standalone DLC for one of the characters, so I guess you could say like three and a half. I mean, I guess like there's always the opportunity for them to make it like an infamous collection if there was enough demand for it. But like... oh, dude, and I would buy that. I would play that. Okay. Do you think it would like? Do you think there would be enough demand for an infamous to come back? Because obviously, I don't know what studio did it at all. So I don't think so. I think it's Sucker Punch. Um, but they, I think Sucker Punch moved on. I can't remember what they've done recently. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if there was ever enough demand for Infamous to come back. Because again, I, I think it pretty much died on the PS4. Because Second Son was like a launch title, so it was good, but it was kind of short. Hmm, fair enough, man. I've, I've never played uh, the Infamous games. I've, I have barely actually know anything about it until you, what you told me about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I haven't really got too much to say on it. But yeah, fair play, man. I've, uh, I trust you on your PS3 <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> oh man <laughs> so what is your ps3 choice pepe oh god it's a tough one you know um because like i i was gonna say j stars victory versus like because it is just like a, it's a jump game it was 3d it, like improved so much over like it's it's kind of embody what like jump superstars was but put it in 3d thing you're doing 4v4 battles let's say 4v4 it's a team but I had that written down, but I've changed my mind last minute. Ooh. So I, uh, because I'm gonna say the game that actually made me get a PS3 at this point, which was uh, Soul Calibur Four. Okay, yeah, I'm not surprised now that you. And I spent like, granted, I got Soul Calibur Four first on the PS3, and then I got an Xbox, and then uh, I played that a lot on there as well, but um. Honestly, like Soul Calibur Four, like is such a good game. Like they, they, um, like this is the second one where they've had the create your character thing, in it. Oh, I remember on the Xbox you had some sick characters. You put a lot of time into those custom characters. I put so much effort into like creating characters on like Soul Calibur Four, Soul Calibur Five. Like the amount of like, well, even with Soul Calibur Six, which I'm not a massive fan of personally. But it's still a good game. Like the amount of character creation you can do in those games is like it's mad how much effort you can put in, like how far you can go with that. And Soul Calibur 4 is where they introduced like the start of that. That's where it all began. That's where you can like push things like to the max with that. Um the soundtrack to Soul Calibur 4 is incredible as well. Like, I love that. Um you had the Star Wars characters in there. You had oh, Darth yeah. Vader, you had Yoda and Starkiller. Yeah, Starker, that was it. Like it was, it was those three. Like that was that was a sick game. Probably, uh, I would say it's my favorite Soul Calibur. It's it's between that and five. Both four and five are great Soul Calibur games. 
Um, I don't think it's one that I actually talk about that much either. Like, even though it's like one of my favorite fighting game series. Yeah, surprisingly, it's not. It's not something I, I it's one I kind of get, I kind of forget about. Just because, in my opinion, I don't think six has hit the mark as well as uh, four and five did for me. No, well, seemingly that's where the franchise dipped and died, right? Mm, like, they haven't supported it. Like, granted, I think um, it kept. Soul Calibur 6 came out in 2018, I think, towards the end. Um, and they, to be fair, they got like decent third party support for it as well. Like, what the DLC characters they got, um, the guy from Samurai Showdown, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name either. I'm gonna pass that for now. Uh, you got um, 2B from is it Nier? Yeah, Nier Tomato. Yeah, yeah, you got like her as a character. You got like some of the old, like, they do the typical DLC thing, like fucking Capcom, like, oh yeah, here's like. Here's a whole bunch of DLC of characters you had in previous games. And you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make me want to get it because I can play those characters in the old version and stuff. But yeah, like Soul Calibur 4 is just so good. I loved like the graphics on that game. Like it looks so polished. It was such an upgrade from 3. I mean, I loved 2 and 3. Like 2 had like Link in it for on the GameCube. And uh, if you played the PS2 one, you had Hey Hachu. I remember reading about those. <laughs> I think, as I said before, three did have custom character customization in it, but like four up that, and it's one of the reasons why I love that game so much is creating your own characters. I think I like created so many like anime looking characters as well. You did. <laughs> I, I remember coming around and you showed it to me once. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you made these? Like you didn't download them? <laughs> you made them? And you were like, yeah, I made these myself. I was like. <laughs> they so were really good. Cheers, <laughs> man. I put so much effort into it. I like. I think I made like it was a point where like it was peak 2010s anime as well. Yeah, I remember there was a lot of Bleach characters. Because <laughs> I remember in Ichigo. This yeah, I definitely created Ichigo. I created. Uh, I remember. Um, I think it might have been five where they added um, the Heihachi move set. I think it is. So I can actually create fighting characters in that one. Um, but like, I think I created like. Toriko at one point as well. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, like that—that's where that Toriko was good. So I thought I'd create those characters, but no, like I'll stop going too much on about Soul Calibur because, like, honestly, it's such a good game. I think the creator character thing is one of the biggest seller point, selling points for me. But the whole series has great like third party support. Like Ezio was in the fifth one. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, that was a thing. Um, I mean, Kratos was in the PSP one, but the PSP one is shit. So we don't talk about that one. <laughs> Even though I had Kratos in it, which is mad. Um, but no, uh, like, I would say check these games out if you can, but like, it's Soul Calibur. Like, this, but like, research into it. It's a good game. I love them. <laughs> Tekken gets the better support, though. Like, if, if you want Tekken with Swords, that's it. That's your game. Tekken with Swords. Get it Soul Calibur if you want is, Tekken. Isn't it? Fuck it. I didn't talk <laughs> um, about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. That's my rant over about uh, Soul Calibur. P- do we want to go for PS4 or do we want to leave PS4 to last? Because obviously the PSP and PS Vita was in between this this gen. Yeah, you're right. Let's uh, let's move on to PSP then. Yeah. Okay. So do you want me to go first with PSP? Yeah, yeah. You go first. So like, it's a, it's a weird one with PSP because like I had a few games on it, but I don't think I had like. It's hard to say what the best PSP games were because. In the West, it didn't get much support at all, really. Also, the quality was, like, very widespread. Yeah, like... You had some amazing games on there, but, like, you also had some utter trash. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I feel like, for what I've chosen for my PSP one, I feel, for for the franchise, it's a good good one. Uh, I've chosen Naruto Ultimate Ninja Heroes 3. Oh, those games were so good. They were they were brilliant, weren't they? Like I've like the Ultimate Ninja games were fantastic on oh the my PS2. God. They were sick, and the PSP ones were pretty much exactly the same, just handheld. Mm, it's like it's kind of where like the series just like went on. Like they're like, okay, cool, you're getting the Storm games on your home consoles, but you're getting the Ultimate Ninja games. Yeah, they're carrying on with the PSP. And, like, honestly, like, Ultimate Ninja Heroes was so good. The first one only had about a limited amount of characters. It only went up to the 
like sunny enough, I think. Like so it had like Jiraiya, Tsunade, and Orochimaru. Heroes Free went into Shippuden. Or like right in the middle of the Akatsuki arc where Pain was the main villain. Like so it was like so you had like six forms of pain. Because you know he had like his different forms of it and stuff. Yeah. So Heroes Free was like probably left off like in the middle of that. But like the range of characters in like uh Ninja Heroes Free. It was it was such a good range of characters because I think you had like the old school Naruto characters as well. So you had like old like young Naruto and then you had Shippuden Naruto, and you had like I, I think um, like there was different forms of Kakashi as well. Like I think you could get um, they do love their Kakashis. Is it the Black Ops? The Black Ops unit. Uh, the Anbu. Anbu, yeah, the Anbu. Like you had Anbu Kakashi as an option as well, um, and like there was different costumes. It was, it was such a good game, and there's like four players. I think you could switch. Oh yeah, that was that one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can switch between fields as well because I think they had that, that two field option that some fighting games had. Yeah, it was like a foreground and a background. Yeah, yeah, and you could like fight in the for like you can fight in the background, switch over sometimes, and it had that like the substitute system as well. Like, but honestly, the the Ultimate Ninja games as a whole were so good. Oh, they were so good. Oh, I love those. I'd love to see them like come back somehow. Do you, do you know what? If anything was to ever dethrone Budokai Three, it probably would have been an Ultimate Ninja game. Hmm, hundred percent. I think Ultimate Ninja, like normal Ultimate Ninja Three on the PS Two. I think that's before they got into the Shippuden stuff, because Ultimate Ninja Four had all the Shippuden and I was focused on that story. Like Ultimate Ninja Three had like a great range of characters as well, because like it, it for its time, the roster was massive on that. That. That's honestly what made those games good. Yeah. They had the massive roster, but everybody had, you know, like you had your base controls, but everyone had their own moveset. Like, they didn't feel like there was like, oh, it's a repeat. Oh, it's a fucking shit. You know, like they didn't, they didn't do like a um, Tenkaichi where they just sort of made generic movesets and then put in characters. And you're like, I don't care that a pool is in this. Yeah, all he does is volleyball blast and like a meteor <laughs> combo or something. But no, yeah, like, you know each I mean. character in Ultimate uh, Ninja had like their own like sort of personality sort of thing. They had all special moves and it was so good. Like you can equip different ninja equipment on that game, and like you can you can choose your loadout, which is such a good thing to do. Like oh, I wanna I wanna go play one of those games, but I don't know how now. Is it like that's the thing? They're so old school that like, I don't even know. You'd have to go back onto PS2 or PS PSP to play them. Like even if you had a PS Vita, I think the sh- the shop shut down now. I think. Oh yeah, Ninja. I shut down a while ago. Yeah, and even then it didn't have the like uh, the Ultimate Ninja games on it. I think it had one of the random third person ones. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, Ultimate Ninja. Like I feel. I feel like it turned into a, just a whole like love fest about Ultimate Ninja that section, but Ultimate Ninja Free, Ultimate Ninja Heroes Free, even great game. I'd re- I highly recommend it on PSP. I I agree with Pepe. I agree with Pepe. If you got a way to check out those games, please do. They were so good. The thing is though, like on a slight tangent, Naruto games I feel like don't tend to disappoint that much. Like I don't know that many like shit Naruto games. I think um, is there... the one that I couldn't get into, which I think a lot of people did, was um, Naruto Chronicles. I think it was called. Yeah, Uzumaki Chronicles on PS2. Uzumaki Chronicles. Yeah, I couldn't get into it personally, but some people absolutely love that game. I I finished it, but it was one of those where I was like, I it was okay. It was strange because I thought it was going to be like a spin-off of the Ultimate Ninja games, but it wasn't. Um. <laughs> no. They're, they're, they're top tier. Like, I think the Ultimate Ninja games, the Storm games are good as well. Like, they're, they're really available as well. Like, if you want to pick up a Storm game, they're on Switch. They're on PS4. Yeah. Like, definitely play those. They're, they're really good. But yeah, so, the Naruto games, don't sleep on them. Seriously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so, mine is probably... For people who know me, this will be a bit obvious. My favorite PSP game is Monster Hunter Freedom, the PSP version of the first ever Monster Hunter, because it was my introduction to the series and the one that made me fall in love. And I've been playing Monster Hunter ever since I was 14 and I played this like on my PSP. I've talked about my love of Monster Hunter in many episodes. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too hard on this one, but 
it's yeah, it was the start of everything. Again, it was the original Monster Hunter came out on PS2, but we I never saw that copy. I had this Monster Hunter Freedom on PSP, which was like a port of the original one. Hmm. Yeah. I like is it yeah, is Monster Hunter Freedom in it? Yeah. Monster Hunter Freedom was the PSP version of the original Monster Hunter, which was just called Monster Hunter. I feel like that's like Monster Hunter Freedom felt like its big introduction to the West. Like, even though it's not as big a scale as Monster Hunter World is, I remember when that game came out. Um, I I got Monster Hunter Freedom on PSP. I didn't even know that. I I, I generally got it. Um, like, but I again, I played it for a bit and couldn't get into it. Much like every other time I've got into, I've tried to get into a Monster Hunter game. <laughs> um, but uh, I. Like it did feel massive that game. I remember like seeing adverts in the newspaper about it, like wow. that, that, that. This is like the PSP game to get, and arguably, I think that most people would argue, Nathan, that Monster Hunter Freedom probably is the best PSP game. I'd say that. I would. The only slight argument I would make is Freedom Two is probably the best PSP game because. It's a, li- a slightly more refined Monster Hunter because it's the second one, right? But either way, yeah, Monster Hunter, Freedom, PSP, both are like the best ones. Like that's that's the best games on PSP, I would argue. Like the biggest scale. I mean, you're fighting huge monsters on a little handheld thing, you know? Like that was unheard of, at least back then. Right, that's that's the thing. Like because when you compare, the, there's always that thing. Like, oh, what's better, the PSP or the DS? Arguably, yeah, the PSP was better. Oh, the PSP way stronger than the DS, but the DS had the software. Exactly, that's the thing. And like, like for a game like Monster Hunter, you'd you'd want to go for the PSP with that sort of game, and it worked. I could, I could not see Monster Hunter ever working on a DS. God, I, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any DS games that like could perform what Monster Hunter did. I don't think there are. Yeah, no. it did, I mean, we didn't get one until the 3DS, did we? So Yeah, pretty much. Like, the, it just the DSs weren't strong enough. Also, they weren't for that kind of audience, the DS, you know, so... It really wasn't. I mean, what was the DS's audience, Nathan? I feel like... Children! <laughs> I feel like... Oh, no. Yeah, it was children, right now. Nintendo <laughs> yeah. just went Come to that on. age of just... I was trying to think, like, wait, that's where there were, like, some, like, more... Mature games on the DS, but like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there were some, but let's face it, it was a kids' console. Like that's who they were targeting, the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You had> <laughs> we're not talking about DS here, though. We're talking about PSP. Um, <laughs> um yeah, it is. Uh, I I can see. I can understand why it's your favorite. Like as as you are a Monster Hunter fan as well. Like those origins, that kind of stay with you, don't they? Like you can't forget where you came from. You know what I mean. Exactly. Especially with the evolution of what Monster Hunter has become with World and with Rise and like where the future of Monster Hunter is going, like it's come a long way. Like you said, the original ones were really hard to get into because they really didn't hold your hand at all. You just sort of got thrown in the deep end and you had to try and figure out. Nowadays, you know, you've got a lot of that and there's more experienced players. There's a much larger pe- uh, player base. So like it's way easy to get into Monster Hunter now. You just you just need like a couple of friends who know what they're doing. But most of the time you don't even need that, right? But like the games are much more player friendly now, like new player friendly. So if you haven't and you've always wanted to get into Monster Hunter, don't go I would say don't go back to these older ones. They're <laughs> much more difficult for you to get into, but like Try Monster Hunter World. Try Monster Hunter Rise. Try, I mean, they're not the same, but, you know, Monster Hunter Stories is also good. That's a really good spin-off. Like, a very good competitor to Pokemon, I would say. I actually, at times, prefer it to Pokemon. Ooh, okay. And I just literally, like, yesterday or the day before, finished uh, Stories 2. Very good game. Yeah. Better than Stories 1? Oh, yeah, easily. Um, but Stories 1 was a 3DS game, so... Yeah, it's different, yeah, I guess. Controls are a little, like, clunkier and stuff, but, like, it was basically the same game, but, like, more refined. Um, but, yeah, Monster Hunter Freedom. Yeah, uh, completely understandable. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. 
PS Vita games. I mean, we were talking about a limited amount of games on the PSP <laughs> for the West anyway. Honestly, like, Japan got so much support for the PS Vita. Yeah, and I think Japan's support of the PS Vita ended, like, two years ago or something, was it? Oh, yeah, like, they were going for a while. Like, it might have even been, like, last year that they were like, yeah, we're just not making these anymore. But for us, it was like, within the year it came out, it was almost dead. It crashed and burned. I, I remember that. The only reason why I have a PS Vita is because I can't. I feel like I've explained this before in a previous video. But um, like game, the, the UK chain stores, uh, it was like going under, and I had like a crap load of points to use. So I was like, "Gone," and I'll get a PS Vita with them. Turns out game didn't go bust, and I just wasted my points in a PS Vita. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, you weren't to know. Exactly, but I wouldn't say it's a waste either because I think the PS Vita has had some good games on it also the ps vita in itself as a handheld is really good oh it's a really good handheld. it's a shame it didn't have the software support because it was quite a strong um little machine as well battery life was a bit dreadful but what it could output bro like it was night and day like if if you got the games on the Vita, like managed to get the games and Sony didn't do that shitty proprietary memory card thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Like had right. it, had that just been a micro SD or an SD card, bro, PS Vita would have shot off and DS is probably will. I genuinely think if in an alternate history, that kind of stuff happened, the DS would have died. 3DS would have lost heavily. Mm. Just didn't put the right support behind it in the West. I, I don't think like, they had like, they launched with Call of Duty and they launched with a football game. I think it was... I can't remember what football game it was. Probably like Pro Evo or something. Probably. It probably might not even been a FIFA, to be honest. No, that's what I'm saying. It was probably Pro Evolution. Like. Yeah. Like, it just... like The support weren't there. I think people were still like getting over that the PSP didn't have the support. So why would I get a PS Vita as well? That probably contributed to it a little bit. Yeah, it was a slightly harder sell. Especially when you have to remember, like, I think the PS Vita came out just after the original 3DS had got a price cut. Because yes. the original 3DS was like £150 and then went down to like £100. Whereas the PS Vita just launched and was like £140 from the get-go. Plus, you had to get a memory card almost instantly. Even the smallest one like, cost about 15 quid or something. Just for the smallest memory. It wasn't even like for a decent size you were spending at least 60 quid like it it went the ps vita was a very expensive machine to have for very little software yeah as is infuriating as a psp as a ps vita owner like you want to see this system do well but you're not getting the support that you want from it like it in the west anyway i'm sure japan got like sick load of shit out of games right don't you remember when we went in 2019 and we walked into one of their game stores and there were still brand new Vita games coming out that year? I saw people playing PS Vitas on the train and stuff when I was out there. I was like, you're still doing bits. Like. Yeah, same. Like, and that's 2019, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was 2019 and Japanese people were still carrying this thing around and still getting brand new games for it. It's a shame. But anyway... Let's let's move on to that's the short history of the PS Vita of why it died <laughs> here anyway. But here's the best game, and it's probably gonna be like the PS2. Yeah, I feel like it is. Persona 4 Golden. That's my choice. <laughs> it's my choice as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it goes back to what we were saying. There's such a small library on the PS Vita to us, and uh, I picked up Persona 4 Golden because someone in uni recommended it to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I need more PS Vita games because I want to get my use out of this console. I picked it up. I played it for a couple months and I dropped it. I didn't get that into it. But it's only like a year later. I think it's when I saw you playing it, Nathan. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have this game. <laughs> and I, th I literally think it was because I think you came over to my house. You're like, oh, you got PS Vita? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what are you playing? I was like, oh, have you played this game Persona? Like, oh, oh it's so good. You're like, yeah, I do have that, but I didn't, I didn't get into it. I was like, yeah. you've got to play this game. You've got nah, to play this game. It's like the best game on the PS Vita, and it's like the best game ever. I was, I was hooked the moment I picked that game up again. Like the moment I got past the, because I beat the first boss. Like the moment I got past the second boss, and he kept going with it. Man, 
that is hands down the best i'd say the best game on the ps vita and it's oh, not easy. even a ps vita game <laughs> it's, a, it's a ps2 game in it it got ported over it's the definitive version of the ps2 game yeah <laughs> it's a support and honestly yeah i i i think it is the best uh psb uh, ps vita game there's oh, so easy. much story in it like the story is incredible like the different endings the combat system but music oh god the music music in this game is just like incredible like <laughs> plus the characters are so lovable oh yeah 100 percent. right and we've again we've talked about this before but i would die for nanako okay <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those series like i've um i've bought uh persona 4 dancing all night as well and i got the uh soundtrack to it and it's it's on my uh it's on my ipod somewhere like it's, it's, it's on my og ipod and it's like like those songs are great those remixes are great as well like all i have to say is all right you know this game was really good because we've become from just the one game we both instantly became lifelong fans of that series and that was the fourth one I then went and played the worst version of three, the portable version. <laughs> and I've got both five and Royal. Like, and ever since, me and Pepe is just, it literally went from what the fuck is Persona to, oh my God, Persona's the best. You, have you ever played Persona? You've got to play Persona. Like, arguably, like one of the best RPG, JRPGs you can ever get. Like, honestly. I can't believe it's it's the funniest thing is like before then you had no idea right but now you know we're so into the series like I can't believe I didn't know about the best JRPG ever. Like I feel like this came out of nowhere so like how like I don't think it got that much like promo here. It didn't. It just sort of came out and the only reason I played it was because the people I was watching on YouTube at the time all of them were playing this Persona game. They didn't make video, like, they didn't do Let's Plays of it, but, like, I was seeing it on Twitter a lot from those YouTubers, like, and then, like, there was, like, reviews, and it always got really good reviews. So, you know, when you when you see that kind of stuff, you end up just going, oh, well, I've got the machine. I might as well get this game because it seems like it's the best game, right? <laughs> Hands down. Like I think um it's great to see that Persona 5 is getting the love that it deserves as well. I feel like this is like I obviously like these games must have been big in Japan beforehand. And we just got them, but they were very like undersold. I think it was cult classics before. Cult classics, yeah, that's 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 why that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they were cult classics before. People who knew who had just randomly stumbled on the series were like, oh my god. And then, you know, it's great, like you said, like that Persona 5 is getting all this love and because it means that Persona as a franchise is growing and we're probably just going to get more games. And I'd say probably, but... I reckon we will. Right? The, I mean, it the, definitely... The fan base has increased, like, so much, so... Well, I mean, they've got that whole website, in it, Like, um, for their anniversary, and they were like, yeah, we've got, like, seven Persona projects. Yeah, that's... Oh God, there's so, many, so much going on. I love it. And he's in Joker's in Smash as well. <laughs> yeah, that's... and they're talking about six all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Persona is just growing, and that's great. I was thinking, like, I swear six just came. Uh, I swear five just came out recently. But then you realize five came out in twenty seventeen. I think four came. When did four come out? Like on the PS two. Oh fuck! That's. That's ages ago. Like the, the the gap between those though, and they're really talking about six is like, okay, damn, you you're you're pushing for this hard. Well, I mean, again, that's that's how you can tell, isn't it? Series growth, like mm. it grew exponentially, and now they're like, we gotta keep this going. Yeah, <laughs> damn, man. It's like I think um back to what we were saying about Persona Four. Like I think they're still getting support. It came out on Steam recently, didn't it? Yeah, yep, Persona 4 on Steam. As now. of like last year, it's on PC. Um, so buy it, play it. You shouldn't be disappointed. Side note: PS uh, uh, Persona 4 came out on the PS2 in 2008, and it Jeez. wasn't until like nine years later that we got five. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know when we'll get six, but who knows? <laughs> it's one of those games where I truly mean this right 
take your time. Obviously not too much time because expectations will keep growing and then you won't be able to match it. But like take your time to make the best game you can because now that it's grown so much, it has to meet a certain standard. And f what with five being most people's favorite because it was their first experience, like you've got a, some big shoes to fill. So I don't want I don't want Atlas to rush it. I completely agree with you. That's the last thing you want. You don't want them just pushing out this game because it's a money thing. You want it to be like the game that you want. You you want six to be a brilliant game. You want a great follow up. And yeah, because you beyond six, you want it to continue. You know, like six, you want it to be good so that you'll get seven and eight or whatever's after. Like you just want the series to continue. There's nothing worse than loving a franchise and it dies trust me i know we've done an episode on that <laughs> definitely um but yeah i don't think there's much else we can say about persona 4 except like if you have a if you have steam check it out that's that's probably like the most ready place you can get right unless you wanted the ps p or ps v or ps2 right uh, unless you're willing to do the the retro routes yeah go on steam buy buy persona you know on pc and give it a go persona 4 golden is a really good game and again the characters are super lovable or the main characters at least and like everything is quite real written quite well definitely and again you know if you played that and you didn't feel like every day is great at your juness then something's wrong with you <laughs> I want to go Junas. I want to get some. Oh, mate, Junus. so do I, right? <laughs> I got a t-shirt, everything. I got like Junas t-shirt. <laughs> like that's that's the weird dream, right? It's like, oh, I want to go to a Junas now. <laughs> oh man, it's such a good vibe. Love love that game. Okay, so uh, last one then, because as I said earlier, I don't have a PS5, and at this point in filming, is there any good PS5 games, Nathan, that you'd? Any any PS5 games you'd recommend before we jump into PS4? Um, Miles Morales. Like, that's the only actual, like, PS5 game I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, everything else is, like, is already on PS4, but it's the PS5 version. Like, I could say, go and play Final Fantasy Remake. That's really good. Final Fantasy VII Remake. But you can get it on PS4. You don't necessarily need the PS5 version. It's like, go play Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, but you can get that on PS4. Don't necessarily need the PS5 version. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? It's like the same like, issue that you have with like, the Wii U and the Switch. It's like, yeah, everything's yeah, been poured well. over, basically. Like, you have such a limited library of that. But um, yeah, that's fair. When I get a PS5, and hopefully when the library expands a bit more, we can talk a bit more about this. But like in a year or so, it'll, it'll jump like crazy. But for now... <laughs> PS4 baby PS4 um, Shall I go on this one then? I don't mind mate, yeah you can go if you want uh, Okay, PS4 game I have chosen this Because I realise I play a lot of PS4 games And I kind of struggle On what actually is my favourite Because I play a lot of them I've chosen Fighters for my favourite PS4 game Actually Interesting, I actually wouldn't have guessed that It was between that And I my other choice would have been Overwatch. Oh, okay. I I didn't choose Overwatch just because I feel like I I enjoy fighters a lot more, uh, and I do love Overwatch, but I don't think I play it enough for it to be my favorite. It's some great gameplay in it. I absolutely love it. I didn't expect to love it as much as I did, but yeah, that's like an honorable mention for me anyway. Fighters, I think, has been the best Dragon Ball game we've got in my opinion since Budokai Three. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I'd I'd say I still love Budokai Three a lot more. Still my favorite fighting game, but Fighters has done so well with like the like it, it kind of took over where Marvel versus Capcom failed with Infinite. Uh, like I love the Marvel versus Capcom games when they were out, but then Infinite came out and it was shit. But then Fighters comes along and you're like, hey, we're, we're replacing that motherfucker that you got disappointed in. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. It's such like it's got iconic like Dragon Ball characters in it. So many Gokus. So many Gokus. Like, too many Gokus, some might say. <laughs> but I don't care. What? There's not enough. There's a few more Gokus that could go in there. Yeah, just keep adding Gokus. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, it's um, it's great. I, I think we again 
Like, this is in a previous Dragon Ball episode. You can check out my thoughts on it there. Uh, well, our thoughts. We both talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like we're doing now. Um, no, no, it's like, your show now. It's your show. It's, you said it's it. my show. It's the Pepe show. <laughs> no, jokes. Jokes. Um, <laughs> but fighters, like, the character, the character roster in it is great. I love the fighting system in it. Like, it's beautiful as well. Like, this, yeah. this game oh is God. so bloody good. And... I don't know what else much to say about it. You know what I mean, Nathan? Because it is like I mean, the story's good. I think the story's okay for an original story. It's fine. Well, also considering it's a story for a fighting game. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't often get like a good thing of that. But like, I love that. I love the DLC that's come out for it as well. They've done they've done some great support for it. I reckon. Yeah, and the the game could continue for so many years. There's so many more characters that could be in it. You know, there's so many surprise characters that could be in it there's so many like just standard characters you've seen fighting the series before that aren't in it they've never made it like sort of feel like over the top either you know like back to the book we were saying about tenkaichi 3 like the fact that it was like there was so many characters in that and they all felt like a good 50 percent of them felt the same like it doesn't feel like that they've got like a good roster of characters in it they all feel different as well and the animation is so fluid Oh, so good like the i think everything about this game is like it's great like for what it does like you want a fighting game it's done by arc system like they came through looks beautiful plays great like i i bought the anime music pack as well so i'm like i'm punching people with uh fucking charla going on in the background <laughs> <laughs> you can like they've got like character inter- interactions as well which you wouldn't see like, oh yeah yeah, yeah the their intro bits are great and like yeah i just i think it's a great game good fighting game like for this i, I like it this is good i agree pick it up if you can give it a go on switch ps4 xbox it's on uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ones we don't really talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's your fault. Yeah, I don't think it's on anything else, but it's it's good. It's a, it's a great game. Yeah, definitely pick it up. Go on, Nathan. What's your uh, PS4 choice then? So my pick is a strange one, considering I've played so many PS4 games and there's so many really good exclusives. Um, my favorite game is Need for Speed Heat. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We were talking about this before recording, and I did say to Pepe, when I say it, it will make sense. Yeah, it does. I have, out of anyone, I think anyone knows, I've played Need for Speed Heat just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, just way too much. And uh, I actually still sort of play it on and off. Yeah, it's my favorite game because it felt like the old Need for Speeds. And... I just like a decent racing game that's got good drift physics that isn't too simulator, but also isn't too arcadey. And this just hit the mark. Like, there's a lot of really good PS4 games out there, and I could have picked so many. You know, I could have, like the two mentioned before, I could have picked Final Fantasy VII Remake. I really like that. I could have picked Ghost of Tsushima because that was really good. I could have picked God of War. Like, there's a massive list of these games, but like, when I really think about the one game I've played the most that I enjoy the most. It yeah, it's Need for Speed Heat. Yeah, I could like, I can understand that because I think this is the first Need for Speed game that I've picked up in a while. Like I haven't played a Need for Speed game in ages, and I picked it up last year. And honestly, I do understand the hype behind it as well. It is a great game. Uh, like it looks beautiful as well. Like giving you all those missions as well is quite fun. Yeah, and like you know, there was the online multiplayer. So okay, the cop bit was a bit shitty, but like, yeah, being able to like not only do the races with your friends, but just like drive around the map and hang out, and you know, doing like the open world trials, like drift trials and stuff, like as a group of friends, you know, like that was pretty fun. It was Joe. It was really good, and like doing like all the stunt jumps as well. Like you had those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like, oh, you know, we got to find all this stuff, and it's like a small group of people in these cars driving around exploring the map like it was really fun it was amazing i like that yeah it, it looks beautiful and like the, the amount of customization you can do on these cars as well is fantastic like most of the cars I, I will say some of the cars don't have a lot of customization and some don't have any 
you know, for most of the cars, the ones you can upgrade and stuff, that's pretty good. See, I'm like talking because I've again, I haven't played many. Like, I think my racing games go as far as Outrun and Mario Kart. So this is like a <laughs> this is a big boy racer for me. <laughs> um, and uh, like, so for me, like those like as a person that's come into the series, like basically new. Like I like I think like the customization is great. Like I think seeing that like probably compared to other games, it's not as good. I don't know how you feel about it, Nathan. Um, I think the game that probably had, uh, at least in terms of like just vinyls and wraps, that kind of customization. I think the best game I ever played for that is um, Forza Motorsport Three. Okay. Uh, I like Forza Motorsport. That's my that was like my first big ball race in a while. <laughs> like I got that on it. Yeah, like Mo- Motorsport Three specifically, because I felt like loads of people were making really cool rap yeah. like vinyls and stuff <laughs> on that game. Yeah. But in terms of like overall like body kits and stuff, like yes, heat's heat's pretty good for that stuff. Mm. It's a it's a fun game, definitely. Play with your mates, play it by yourself. You can do it so many different ways. Like it's collector fun as well, which is great. Which is why I keep playing it, because I keep grinding for money to buy a new car to upgrade it, <laughs> to then buy a new another new car to upgrade it. Yeah. Have you platinum that game? No, because there's some online stuff that I haven't done. <laughs> Well, I'm working on it. Like that's the thing we don't really talk about much on this channel either, like how much we platinum games and stuff. I actually don't do that often. Yeah, I don't ever. really. I've platinumed the Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, that's good. I think that's it. I think I think that is actually the only platinum I have. In I've uh, platinum J Stars twice. <laughs> <laughs> one's the Japanese version, one for the uh, the one that came out in the West. And I I don't think it really counts as much, but like I um. On the Xbox 360, I did um, uh, I 100%ed uh, HD collection. Oh, okay. Dragon, uh, Budokai, Budokai HD. I just, I just said HD collection without any context whatsoever. <laughs> that could have been anything. <laughs> well, okay, for the listeners, yeah, that could have been anything. For me, yeah. I knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Platinum stuff, like, I don't really do it that much either. Like, I try my best. Like, I'm not... I don't specifically go for those trophies, but like, it's fun to do so if you got if you really want to go full out. Yeah, like if that's your thing, or if it's not too bad, then whatever in it. But yeah, I I don't really do that. <laughs> I'm not an achievement hunter or a trophy hunter or whatever. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm not really into that whole thing. Yeah, some people get a bit proper competitive about it, which is fair. You can do that, but yeah. Yeah, I got I got friends who used to care about the um. You know your gamer score on Xbox. Mm, yeah. And I remember it was like a big thing to get to like fifty thousand. Yeah. And I have a friend who competes with me still, even mm. though we barely play Xbox, because I'm on like sixty five thousand or something, and he just got to sixty thousand recently. So. Oh, so he's got five thousand to catch up. That's quite still. That's quite a bit. Yeah, it is a fair bit, but it's also like I mean, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking in my late 20s i don't give a shit anymore like, yeah exactly <laughs> I, I don't think i've ever given it like i think it, gamer score is cool and everything but i don't think i've ever really like or like was it your platinum the trophy score I, I think i only cared when i was a teenager and that's all i was doing you know like all my free that's, time was yeah. spent on the xbox or the playstation like that's the only time you care it's like you check out the trophy it's like oh i can do that and i get like this thing and like, i'm just like i just want to play the game now whatever happens happens i don't Crap. yeah nowadays we're old so it's like oh i've got some free time i just want to play my video game i don't want to it is exactly that yeah i don't want to waste all of my free time trying to get this one trophy but i haven't done anything else in the game i haven't moved on at all like going back to what we were saying anyway need for speed yeah i can agree with you it's a really good game on ps4 uh probably the best modern need for speed since like you know like most wanted and stuff like the ones on the PS2, like on actual modern consoles, this is probably the best one we've had for a while. I hope the next one is good, but I'm pretty sure production got delayed a few months back, so... That's fair. Oh, um, we'll see. I'll pick up two if it comes out, though. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely check it out, because I did enjoy that one. I did enjoy it. Well, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out, and I'll let, I'll let you know what I find out. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice one. But yeah, that uh, brings us to a close on the uh, PlayStation games any final thoughts nathan interesting choices that's really how i can summarize all of this that was some really interesting choices on both ends yeah some i definitely didn't expect and some that at least even just listening to the episodes we do have 
painfully obvious. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I think like some of those we definitely saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we've definitely spoken about a bunch of these before. So like I think most of my list I have actually spoken about in previous episodes. So yeah that's fair yeah okay fair enough well uh that's about it guys uh thank you for listening uh remember to check us out on uh spotify google podcasts all those other ones yeah anything you want to say nathan bye fantastic we'll see you next time guys bye